Because to be white in 1963, and I would argue still today, is to have the luxury, the privilege, if you will, of not having to know black and brown truth. You can be oblivious to the reality of people of color and suffer no consequence. Very, very segregated country. Millions of white Americans live in places where they rarely see anyone of a different race. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Okay, it's Christina and Jackie, and you're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood. (laughs) So what's good in your hood, Jackie? Oh, there has been a lot. I've missed you. Yeah, that's. I know. I feel like I forget. We haven't seen each we haven't other seen in, in like, like two, two weeks. weeks. Uh-huh. That's wild. That is. Um. So that's what's good is that we're in each other's Yes. Hood. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and it's been bad for me, too. I had, um, we got a chance to speak, which was a lot of, lot of fun. Yeah. We did all that good stuff. Um. I, I, just, I miss watching you speak. Sorry. <laughs> I do. When we were on the campaign trail, I loved it. So really? Oh, really you're looking at me and I'm looking at you. Uh, like, oh, I, I know. You're a really good speaker. <laughs> but I had a good time doing that. I got to teach a class this week. So that's like wheelhouse sort of stuff. That stuff kind of feeds my soul um, for what it's worth. Um, my Something happened with my kids. I know something good happened. I don't know. <laughs> you can't remember. Oh, I got accepted in some art thing for oh, the local for college, which is pretty That's cool. That's a big deal. Yeah, she gets to stay after school and do some art stuff. That's awesome. My son tried out for district chorus. He didn't make it, but he learned some things, which is beautiful. I'm like, I'm glad that you, his voice is changing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is it cracking right now? Or? Yeah, so he, yeah. he signed up to... Um, to try out as an alto. Okay. But then Isn't that puberty. Deep? No. No. That's all oh, Bruce is at the door. <laughs> How does he just know oh, more no, about the stuff? He just knows. And he doesn't he doesn't like knock. He's like boom at the door. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? He just runs it right into the door. I feel like his whole body just hits. But anyway, okay, so he tried he signed up to try out as an alto, which is okay, you got soprano, alto, tenor. Tenor, okay. And then all of a sudden his voice started doing what it does. Oh no. And he could not sing the alto parts. It sounded like a choking dog. I'm trying to say. <laughs> But you can't change. You can't. Crack me up. You can't change what you signed up to try out for. Oh. So he's like, Mom, I signed up. I'm just going to do it. And I was just like. It was not good. He's like, I gave it my best. But he's he's now officially a tenor in choir. Oh, okay. So because he's, you know, puberty does these things. Oh, my gosh. Well, you always have an interesting what's good in the hood. (laughs) So what's good is, you know what, I'm glad he's still went for it. Right. Um, What's not so good is, oh, my baby's growing up. Yeah. I know. That's so Don't stop it. Yeah, he's big. Even since I've known you for a year, and I feel like he's big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've known you for, I mean, since January of this year. So it'll be a year in January. Yeah. So I feel like he's drastically gotten bigger and changed from this little boy. His whole body is like... Yeah, just the, even the demeanor. Like, he was always, like, cute and excited to see me now. It's like, oh, what's up, Miss Christina? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> I'm not that person yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, the that guy? Yeah. 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 Oh, last thing, good in my hood. I get to go read. So, to classrooms. So, uh-huh. when my kids were little, mm-hmm. I always went to their classroom yeah. and read. Like, I just, I'd use my lunch break... Even when I was active duty, I'd use my lunch break and go to the CDC, the Child Development Center, and, or their home, and just go do whatever with them. 
when I had time. Um, but my daughter's kindergarten teacher, I was like, I must have said something to her, like, I just don't get to come to the classroom anymore. She was like, you come to my classroom. So I got to go oh. to the classroom and and read. I'm like, my what heart. What did you read? Um, the first time I read the the tale of the the wolf's side of the story for the three little pigs. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. How you fun. Have you seen that one? No, the but that sounds oh, really good. I must. You must read this. I would this. love that. Because it's from the wolf's perspective. Right, right. That book. And then last week, I brought a book that was in Spanish because we have that's two cool. kids who English is a second language. Yeah. So I read it in Spanish love and then it. in English. And they were. it was so cute. I mean, because the girl was like, what would you call this? And she was like, a gatito. I was like, yes, tell the class. Es un gatito. And she was like, so it was good to that's have awesome. them be able to yes. interact. You know what I mean? Because I had learned younger yeah because I could imagine I could imagine being in a classroom where yeah your job is to learn English but everything's just going on around you and nothing's inclusive of your own language so that's important yeah hey that's your main of the podcast yeah yeah so we went into this little girl's hood with a book yes I love that it's called quiero you know quiero mi mamá porque Oh, I no. love my mama because, Aww. and it just talks about all the reasons why you love your mama. Oh, so that's like, that's I cool. feel like a superstar. So they I was a rock star. Love that. I know <laughs> kids have this way of making you feel, feel like, like a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. If you don't, if you only have kids for that reason, then yes. alone. I'm a rock star. Yeah, they love you. <laughs> How about you? What's good in your Gosh, house? I don't know. Well, so my husband's, hus- um, my husband's dad was in town this weekend. And okay, to preface this today, they tried to get me to go camping with them. And I say <laughs> camping, they go backpacking. And I was like, that's a heck no for me. Me. Like, uh, <laughs> like, that's all, exactly that is a hard pass. I like I had to see his stories, Insta stories of Clayton. He's got this 60 pound pack on his back and it's like above his head. And I'm like, you already have back problems, old man. Like, what are what you are doing? doing? But uh, needless to say, I got to stay home with my cats by myself and I love doing that. <laughs> and that is remained this imperfect for this podcast because we are talking about ca- cats and yes. pets. Yes. I can't have cats on my mind. Actually, and then I have to share this. This morning I woke up and I'm looking for my little skipper, which Shout out to you. You helped me come up with that name. Ah, Skipper. Skipper. But anyway, uh, she was on top of my fridge. On top of my fridge. How'd she get up there? I don't know. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. And that's what I'm so... Then I'm like getting on the kitchen table or kitchen, you know, chair and trying to pull her down. And she's running around not Mm -hmm. letting me get her. She just... Like, I ricochets off. I mean, I've never... She just goes like this, slides down. They can't see us, but <laughs> slides down and lands on all fours. And she's fine. Like, she jumped from... Anyway. Sorry. This is... Oh, my life is clearly exciting. Did you get stressed out? Just yes, now? I was so stressed out. I was like... Don't do it! What? what are you? you know, and it just happened so fast, and she just jumped, and she landed on all fours. So cats are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to share that story. Thank you for indulging me on my cats. So, what did you and your cats do while Hubby um, was gone? We just cuddled, which they're super cuddly with me. Um, I don't know if it's a guy girl thing, but they're more so cuddly with me than my husband. So they just stayed with me, and we just honestly we binge watch. Uh, scandal. I finished watching Scandal. Scandalous. Yeah, because he clean can't stand that stuff. And so <laughs> he makes fun of me endlessly when it's on, which I understand. It's pretty cheesy. Um, so I just try to get the bad deal. Did you finish the final season? I did. You know, oh. seven. It was good. I was, I, the ending wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. It, I was kind of like, eh. But Papa Pope yeah. made it yeah. very yeah, what did he on par yeah. to our podcast sort of statement. Oh, yes. At the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like mm-hmm. you'd rather. What did he say? He was 
was like, pretty much he gave him the ultimatum where you'll have to either tell the country that a black man was running the country. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. That's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah, that was very powerful. Yeah, season seven, more race relations do come in. Yes, a lot of it. Mm -hmm. They did. And and he's always telling her she has to be better, stronger. Stronger. I think that's also in relation to being black. Is that what he's saying? That's what he's saying. It's like, you don't, you can't afford to not be... At the top of your game. You have to. Like, yeah. You have to be better than the white people. We're, yeah. we're referencing, if you don't know Scandal, there's uh, Olivia the Pope's father is always telling her, that Olivia Pope's black, and that she has to be faster, smarter, stronger. Mm, better, yeah, Than yeah, the yeah. white man. Mm-hmm. So. And even that, between that and how to get away with murder. Yes. Those both. Oh, they crossed had, over. I yes, loved that. Ooh. I loved that. But they've had some strong. Yes. As a, as a little chocolate person. Yes. I'm just like, these No, I was so excited are to see. strong. I will, I'm getting, oh, you can cut this off, but. We're get, I'm getting on tangent, but I did think of you because I loved when they were getting their hair done together, and it was like two black women talking about their hair. And I'm always thinking like, because we have representation of white people everywhere, uh-huh. and I just loved the that banter. Yeah. yeah, because it was like I don't know what it's like, obviously, to be getting my hair done as a black woman or having you know you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And so she's like saying all these terms and these words that I've never heard of. And I loved that because it was like, you just, it's so normalized to see white women, you know, in a salon getting their hair done, but it's a very different experience as a black woman, right? Girl! And then Olivia Pope says, oh, you're not something like hood or you're not black because you booked a salon in the black part of town or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah, she told yeah. him, like, don't think because you yeah. cause you booked me here yeah. that I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that you're in with me or something. Yeah. And I was just, like, thinking of you because I was just like, oh, this is great to see this diversity and people... Like more representation, yeah. Because you always see whitewashed everything. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, that was a tangent. I so. love you, but no, that's what's good. What's in my funny? Head. What's funny? You're saying that is in a couple weeks we'll be doing an episode. Oh yes, on, on beauty, salon, right? Barbershop yes. culture, yes, and the difference. So boom. But now we're talking about our pets. Yes. Speaking of which, Bruce just knocked on the door again. <laughs> All right. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting. This was a really fun episode. It was really it fun. Was one. Super funny. And, and it's even more funny because yesterday my husband said to me, hey, Jackie, you know, I was thinking about that pet stuff you were talking about. And I realized when I go to the, uh, the joke is that black people don't feed their, the, the guy was like, hey, I feed, my dog eats what I eat. I don't go buy special pet food. It's not. Are you serious? No, yes. The joke is that black is that people don't joke? really, yes. Oh my God. Don't really remember that. Or when they feed yeah. their food. They, he was like, but when we go to the pet store, do you ever see black people? <laughs> I said. Doing what? Getting stuff for getting pet food. He's like, think about it. When we go to a pet store, you never see black people. I was like, you're right. <laughs> and white people are buying like gluten free. Well, that's you know, what he like said. Vegetarian, he like said, no sodium. Yes. He said maybe because we go to the bougie pet store. I was like, it's our pet store bougie. He was like, yes, Jackie, our pet store is bougie. I was like, no, it's not. He was like, well, maybe, maybe because you know we not we don't go to we go to Caroline. Okay. And, uh-huh. and he's like, maybe maybe the, the black spot is uh, pet, pet co or pet uh, pet oh, smart. Right. Okay. I was like, really. But that's where our dogs go to the vet. Right. So, I don't know. That's anyway, so funny. We shall see. So, welcome to the dog show. Yes. And the cats. cat show. <laughs> Get the cats in there. Sorry. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here you go. Drop on in. That was fun. <laughs> I am ready.
Okay. This is, I'm pumped and ready to go. Do you, do you need a snack? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. good. This is a fun one. Actually, I do have can I one. have a snack? Huh? <laughs> yeah, can I? <laughs> You want to get a snack, but watch my feet go. But I would love a honey bun. That is so nice of you. (laughs) I was gonna say no, but then I was like, why turn that down? There's only one left, so I just split it with you. Thank you. You can never say say no to honey bun. How do I do that? Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh huh. No worries. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Cheers to you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. All <laughs> right. Today's episode fun. It ain't about honey buns. No, but it is about something sort of sweet. Yeah, we already did the honey buns episode. So go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Funny Watch Christina eat her first. Yeah, honey bun. it was so good. I need to put that on YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, it should. Right, um, so today we're talking about pet culture. Yes. The differences between pet pets that we own. Well, this is particular about white people mm-hmm. and black people. Yeah, but those are the two cultures. That's what we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, this is not non-white, yeah. white and non-white, because right. I knew I we try to come from a place. We do, that. but I just don't know any other cultures and their pet, pet. habits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's something to look up. That'd be really fun. This would be so pet culture. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Yeah, where did this come from? I don't know. I'm going to tell you. You remember? I don't remember. Because my husband was talking something about pets. Uh-huh. He was like, I mean, oh no, it was a, we were listening to comedy on the radio. And the guy was like, man, you know, my dog, I, I don't know how white people do it. He was like, you know, when I get ready to go out of town, I give my dog a bowl full of food, uh-huh. leave, the, leave the back door unlocked, and tell him, now, this is your food for the week until I get back. You better deal with it. And don't sit in my house or whatever he said. He was like, but I was listening to this white guy or whoever. He was like, hey, get ready to go out of town. We got to find a dog hotel and somewhere to send our pet before we go out of town. He's like, yeah. I ain't wasted that money on that dog. And then he's like, then you come back and your dog's all anorexic. I'm like... And you're like, I told you not to eat all that food the first day. <laughs> like a dog's going to exercise himself. Right. But yeah. That's so funny. Well, there is something to that because white people are obsessed with dogs. Like that is, like it's, they're like part of the family. And I never really thought about it before, you know. But we just talked about it could be some privilege where you're spending. Like I've seen people spend thousands of dollars on a dog that's so small. Like I don't understand. Girl, listen. Dogs, cats alike, because there's some specially cats out there. There are too. some specially the hairless cats. Austin oh, Powers dog. Yeah. Cat. Oh god, those are so. Oh my god, that creeps me out. Really? The hairless cats? Yeah, they creep you out. Oh, they're so ugly. <laughs> they look like rats. <laughs> yeah, that's not creepy you. Oh my god, I can't imagine that crawling around my house. I don't know. But no, it's true. I mean, I think part of it's probably privilege. Part of it's I don't know what it is. I mean, the way people dress their dogs. Yeah. And then I was reading an article from the Roots that was super funny. It was like an open letter to white people about their dogs, and it said. Why um, do white people are obsessed with bringing their dogs everywhere? And I was like, that's so true. He's like, I think it's nasty when, you know, you bring your dog to, like, a restaurant. But they have, like, cat cafes now. They do. That is a thing. We have one here. Do we? I don't yes. know. I've been there. Yes, one open locally. That sounds nasty to me. Oh, you know, this also reminds me, too, of it's kind of an offshoot, but, like, goat yoga. Have you heard what? Of 
You don't know goat yoga is? Hell no. Definitely a white people thing. What is it? It's exactly what it sounds like. People, Kevin Hart did it. It's like, uh, it's all white people, but he did an episode where he did goat yoga. And um, it's just so funny. You do yoga and little goats are running around you and jumping on top of you. Why? Pooping too white. I don't know. It's supposed to keep you centered. Like, you're supposed to stay in the moment, you know? Like, it's a challenge. So, okay, okay, okay. So, it's a mental... It's a mental fitness thing. Yeah. Physical fitness. This is somebody's baby goats. This is somebody who owns This is a thing. So, that that too is interesting with pet culture is that I I don't remember growing up and having weird pets like okay well yeah my cousin did have a guinea pig okay. which was like a but they had money yeah they had like yeah that is yeah, yeah. and they were like had a guinea bunny pig. rabbits never really no bunny yes my kids want a bunny and i'm like oh, oh no you have two little birds i love them i do i love my so birds cute. i grew up with birds did you okay. yeah i grew up with birds yeah. i mean and we love birds, birds are expensive right or- they're not crazy expensive yeah i mean it's a lot of time to clean up after them and right stuff like that they're so cheap that is a cheap Birds, the poor man's pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the food is probably cheap. Like, I mean, yes. that's a like cheap pet to have. Yeah. Yeah, that's a so, poor man's pet. <laughs> we could train some of the mice in the basement. But I know people that have, like... Yeah, or they have guinea pigs. They have bunnies. Rats and mice and oh things God, like that. that scares me. Girl, no. That's not a white person thing. I feel, You said that's a weird That's person. a weird person thing. And snakes. <laughs> See, but my same cousin that had the guinea pig, also, they had snakes. Oh, God. I had a cousin who had a rat, a white rat. Stop. I can't. That's Stop. how I feel. I can't. Why? I can't. Why? Or lizards. People love lizards. You know, like those, like, big, like, or iguanas. Mm. Okay. My brother had an iguana, I will tell you. Okay. His name was Don. Okay, he had Don the iguana, and then he had Godzilla. And he would put this thing on a damn leash and walk it outside. Did you like it? I I couldn't mess with it. I would let the dogs get out and mess with it. I mean, I'm going to tell you that thing would whip its tail and smack. But that was a, again, that was a privilege pet. Right. Because I feel like he lobbied. My parents divorced when we were really young. Yeah. But I think he lobbied between the two. Or he played on my mom's kind of like. Yeah guilt giving like okay and got a pet. this to you yeah and got done because those are expensive because then there's also like you have to get the special lamps like a heat lamp well i'll tell you it is kind of cheap okay so getting the iguana depending on the size not too expensive the cage is where the okay. case is where it's expensive yeah yeah you have to get the light but if you're like my mom you go to home depot get the Instead of going to the pet store yeah. and getting, man, she could jimmy rig anything. I'm just that's saying that. awesome. My mom can jimmy rig anything. But anyway, so like, yeah, that is, yeah. So iguanas, yeah, and fish, yeah, fish, fish. Is that, is that a white person thing? Well, I'm gonna tell you, fish. It just depends on fish has a certain brain of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, goldfish and beta. Yeah. Oh, I love beta fishes. Cheapest. Cheapest They're things so you easy. Get. I love those. I had those because you could put the. They were pretty too. You put the plant, you know, and then they. Mm-hmm. You know, I use a decoration. And you can feed a beta yeah. for two years, two oh, or three years. So easy. Off of four dollars. Yeah. 
<laughs> also the poor man's pet. The poor man's pet. <laughs> but we did talk here, not to bring it serious, to back to serious, but like dogs were used against black people in the 1960s. Right. Civil rights, you know. So what's your opinion on that? Do you think our older generation? I know for a fact I've got some. And I, the, the older I get, the more I realize they are not crazy. So I need to stop calling these people crazy uncles yes. and crazy aunts. Because they... um I have people that are deathly afraid of dogs. Yeah. Like, deathly afraid. Like, (gasps) like, will not deal with dogs. Will not. Will there be some PTSD with that? I would imagine so. And I would say, I think it's, I don't ever remember my cousins in the South having, like, dogs and things like that. Yeah. And I think that's who it was. My cousin Theo or somebody weird that was down in Arkansas. Like, hell no. Right. No dogs. No dogs. Right. Pretty much. And but if their parents raised them like that, then maybe they would be like that, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It gets perpetuated. Right. And so you don't keep them. Some of the wildest civil rights pictures you see are, to are me, dogs. are the ones where the people are attacking and the dogs. And that's passed down generationally. Yeah. 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 I yeah. can't imagine. Yeah. And unhealthy. That's something you don't have to think about ever as a white person. No. You know what I mean? Of like, why some people might be like yeah. definitely afraid of dogs. Right. Right. Or why you wouldn't have dogs or German Shepherds or, you know. Especially not no German Shepherd. Right. I don't like German Shepherds either. Well, you don't? Um, They're just so aggressive. I don't, I'm a cat person, so I have cats. I don't know if that's a white person thing too, like to be obsessed with cats. But I am, I have two cats and I'm obsessed with them. But yeah, I just like peace. So this is a good time at Sailor. Yeah, Skipper, thank you. Skipper. Yeah, we can. I'll shout out my cat Instagram. You better I'm shout out right now. I'm embarrassed because I just love my cats, and so I take pictures of them. So I wonder if the, is that a way Pearson thing too to like have Instagram accounts for your pets? We should do the logs and see how many. We should Instagram pet. Our own by white people. Matter of fact, let's Google this. Let's look. I'm um, especially our like most cat accounts. Yeah. So I will say this, and it's going to be a stereotype. I hope it's not offensive, but I have noticed I'm part of a cat group on Facebook. I know. I know. What? Oh, yeah. People just post pictures of their cats. But what I was going to say is it's a lot of Asians. Asians love cats. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pet. There's a lot of, um, especially, I think it's for dinner. No. I'm just kidding. No, I was going to say, no, not Japan and China. Like, I think Japan loves Cats. That's a stereotype. That's that a stereotype. That but I think cats. it's true, though. They you should... Them? No, not eating cats. No, loving cats. Loving cats? Yeah. Well, hello, kitty chime. Oh, is that Hello, from, kitty. Is, is that Asian? Japanese? Yeah. I know, Japanese, okay. Right, because it's so funny in my little group, uh, it's always Asians playing, like, weird music and dancing with their cats. <laughs> I'm not kidding. First of all, where do they make cat groups so <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a group for everything, but it's, I mean, it's just so pure. It's, I, I love it. It's like people will post, I'm having a bad day. Please send me pictures of your cats. Really? Uh-huh. I mean, it can be therapeutic. I mean, why do you think people love watching like YouTube videos with cats? They're so fun. Cats are funny. I know that they're, they're boring compared to dogs to some people, but I don't think so. Especially when you have two of them. So, I will tell you, we don't watch cat ones. The kids love cats, but we watch dog ones because okay. dogs are hilarious. Yeah, dogs are funny. They're hilarious. Like, yeah. running into walls. Well, cats do, too. It's just, I don't know. So, what I know is a long time ago, I watched uh, Cosmos. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh-uh. Um, so, what is his name? 
me the most formidable sign astrologer astronomer oh Omar. Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah that's yeah. my guy okay yeah. so he did this show called Cosmos yeah where he talked about pets and yeah. he he talks about in the beginning of times um our relationships with dogs came from dogs domesticating us oh. so what happened was they saw us yes yeah, it, it makes so much sense yeah because I think about how trained I am to my dogs right now yeah and I'm like these guys oh yeah so they came the the dogs or wolves and saw that we um caught like we were hunters we did all these things yeah. and that we would leave our scraps and yeah. they could eat them so they would hang out instead of attacking us they would hang out and wait for they're smart our sc- absolutely and then they got so that there became a relationship where it was like all right I'll i get you. your scraps and i'll also help you hunt yeah wow so dogs actually trained us to feed them yeah we and then they decided to help us yeah like, yes dogs are smart I, fuckers because they are smart <laughs> i know and they know it they're cute too mm-hmm. like bruce Bruce, my husband also says dogs are like the one percent of the human animal kingdom. Okay, so like I can one, see that one of one percenters. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly get treated like it. I feel they like. have to be. Yeah. Like, what other pet in this world has it like all, and it's handed to them? All of it. Yeah, all of it. And everybody loves dogs. Unless you're a little afraid of them, but like, yeah, dogs are dogs are higher on the chain than cats, even. Yeah. Yeah. At least I think so. I think so. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I Googled about the Instagram pets. It goes how to start an Instagram oh pet my for God. Count for Your Dog. How to make money with your pet on Instagram. Oh my God. Hold on. Most popular, watch this. Most popular accounts um, on Instagram. Okay. Uh oh. Sharing study. Okay, okay, okay. This dog. What? I can't. Look, okay. You got. I am Little Lightbulb, which is a kitten promoting animal rescue. Okay, so I get the. There's yeah, there's a. There's with a the cause. It. Yeah. 1.7 million followers this cat has. Wait a minute, who's this, what, this dog? 1.7 for Loki, the wolf dog. Oh my God. I love tuna. You've never seen tuna melts my heart? No, I've never seen tuna. Oh my God, tuna. I gotta find tuna. He has an overbite. It's a white family, too. They're from Ohio. <laughs> For what it's worth. So, tuna has 1.9 million. So I, what kind of dog is tuna melts? Tuna is a chawini. So is it a mixture between a chihuahua and, yeah. and a... Yeah. He has an overbite. What the fuck? He's the cutest. He's the cutest dog. So you guys, this is going to make you happy. Like, you have to go look up tuna. Okay. It's my heart. Tuna. Tuna. Let tuna me see if tuna... my heart. Does I, tuna melt your heart? Yeah. He has an overbite. I'm telling you, girl, you have to follow it. They're the cute. It's, it is the cutest account. I mean, look at this. Oh, this last one I'll show you. I mean, but he has this. He's this little dog, and he's so he's ugly. He's so people like that. You know, we we like the charm and dumb. But let me just tell you, like his people are making bank. Gotta be one point nine million. No, they are. I don't want an advertisement computer. Juniper. Oh, that's a cute name. Uh, Juniper Fox. A fo- oh, that's it's a, a fox. fox. That's cool. I've heard that before. I've it's a fox that thinks he's pets. a dog. Oh my god. Two million followers. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Yeah, that's an ugly dog. What is it? And what is the name? Marnie. Marnie the dog. A rescue. Oh, she's a senior citizen. Shout out to giving the uh, yeah, right, right. Um, again, I'm sure that hand 
is a Caucasian. Yes. All European American Caucasian so far. The, Another white woman. Real, the real grumpy, grumpy cat. cat. I love Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat got his own cartoon show. Does he really? Um, merchandise. Oh my god. Yes. Well, these people you can't fault them. They're listen, smart. Listen here. Grumpy Cat also has a European American owner. Yep. <laughs> Sheba. Sheba's are Anu Maru. So it's Maruto, M-A-R-U-T-A-R-O. He's living in Japan. 2.6 million followers. How is this possible? So he's in Japan. So again, speaks back yep. to kind of what you're saying. It's yep. not, not a cat, but no. this fucking dog. Doug the Pug. I can't stand pugs. Do you like Doug, My sister loves pugs. No, I, I, I feel like they looks like they ran into a door and <laughs> smashed their face. You better lead them dogs low. No. So we have a huge in our neighborhood. We have a bark park. And every year there's oh, this thing oh, called bark the, park? That's the, the Pugapalooza. No, we have a bark park. It's a dog park. Yeah. But the, the Pugapalooza happens every year. And oh, there's so many other pugs there. That's cute. But none of them are Doug the Pug but with... Three point million, million followers. God. Doug is dressed dressed up with a raincoat. <laughs> Come on, it's cute. That is cute. You can't take. All right, we're getting to the top of this list. Lala, La- Nala the cat. Nala, okay. Another white person, or no? She looks Asian. That look, yeah, she looks yeah. Asian. I'm looking at cat. Y'all need to uh, Nala, Nala underscore cat. cat. All right, we're getting to the top of this list. Oh, Whoa. I love that. I follow him, too. Oh, my God. Pomeranians are cute. But they go back to that, what we were talking about. Jif Pom um, is so, they're so expensive. Yeah. They're so there is the one... a privilege to own these dogs. Yeah. There is. You got, to, you got to have the money to get these dogs, right? Yeah. yeah, you have to. So this is Jif the bomb you follow, Jif? Mm-hmm, I do. Jif like peanut butter? Yeah. He, yeah. He's just so cute. He poses with celebrities and everything. Well, I'm going to tell you, choosy moms choose Jif and I do. Do you? I like only eat Jif peanut really? butter. Only. Is it my kids, taste? I don't know, but I will hurt my kids. If you bring something in here other than Jif, I will That's hurt you. That's so funny. My son was in the store and made a joke the other day. It was like, mom, would you like some of this? It was like Peter Pan or something weird. Yeah. I said, boy, do you want to have you want to go home? Uh-huh. You want to have a mother? Wait, this dog, this dog, 7.4 million followers for this damn dog. I don't even know how you do that. I mean, what? I don't know. People just love your dogs. He was number one. So I think one. we saw that all of those are the top ones were all white people. Listen, it is not. None of those people were African American. Let me just say that. <laughs> just like. So there is a whole pet culture. There is a whole pet culture. Yes. Yeah. And, and the lady talking about the Westminster dog oh, show. Oh, watch the YouTube. I, I don't like that. But again, when you watch that, it's all white people there. She even said it. She was like, this Westminster style, whatever it is, dog show is in Madison Square Garden. It's, I can't think of the guy's uh, show, but she's like, and you think about it, the judges, the people watching it. All white. All white. Yeah. She's like, I don't think there was a black person there. I was like, Which makes me wasn't. wonder, what is that? Like, again, we talked about the privilege, but is it... I don't know why white people love their pets so much. Grooming them and... Oh, yeah, putting them in clothes. Putting them in clothes. I mean, I know people that that do it. I, I mean, I know and, yeah, non-white say, people. It, yeah, I was going to say, it's not... But it is prominent. It's in prominent in our culture. Hell to the... Yeah, hell to the... Yeah, it's funny. And what about black people and cats? Do they like cats? I feel like I cats. don't know a lot. Of, I mean, my cousin Tasha... Has a cat. Loved a cat. 
She had a cat named, it was his name, Leo. Had this cat for like 20-something years. Aww. She's like the, the but she's a cat person. I, yeah, I, I don't know if that's a personality Exactly. I don't think that it's like, uh, that one's not white or black. I think it's like you're a cat person or a dog person. Okay, do you, would you allow your pet to lick you in the mouth? No, I would not. But I do know white people that do that. <laughs> I would let, like, your dog, I would let him lick my face. Yeah, he, he loves. He's cute. I love your dog. Bruce, Bruce is there. Bruce is on the couch right now, and where no one else is, is snowed up under or inside of a blanket. I don't know how he does that. Because he's, he, he's a person. A whole person. Yeah. Yep. But here's the question that I saw yeah. out there. Is can pets be racist? You know, I don't think so. <laughs> Look at your face. I had to pause on that one. I don't can a pet be racist? Can they be trained to react to certain people groups? Yes. I think pets are like your little citizens, your people. They can reflect their owners. That, yes. And if you don't domesticate them early with people that yeah. look different from them, yeah, they can grow that. an aggression towards, yeah, towards people that don't. People. Yeah. Look like the people that are around right. them every day. So the pet isn't racist. It's just been... Pets can't think that deeply. No. That's what... So it's been... It's been ingrained in them. So, like... That's interesting. Bias. I never thought about that. So were those dogs trained to, like, see a black person? No. Are you talking yeah. about back in the... Yeah. I think the police dogs but they were trained sick. to do a job. Yeah. And they did that job. And then I think dogs in there, it just... If you're being... It's like... You're told that this is your job to do. You're going to get bad guys when you hear this word. This is the guys you're going to get. Right. And if consistently that person looks a certain way, yeah, then they start then you be start to associate that just like a child would. Mm-hmm. You start to associate that with bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never. If you're constantly that told that, yeah, 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 it's like a person. I mean, we're all the we're animals, just like they are. That's what I was gonna Domesticated. say. Domesticated. It's almost like are you getting sleepy? Are you tired? You look sleepy. I am. I, am. <laughs> I can tell. No, why? It's just I'm like looking, a day. Listen, Christina needs to take some naps. I can just yeah. tell by your face. I know. We need to we need to wrap this up, B. So Christina can take some. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Don't know be why. sorry, but you look tired. Yeah, listen, it's the middle not campaign season, so I'm, tell them about it. Tell them about it. Well, I'm just I'm on campaign season, so it's event after event after event. It's fun. I got it. This one got me into it, and now I can't get out of can't it. Can't get out. I, love, I, mean, I love it and hate it. Mm-mm, I didn't get you into it. It's your, you and yourself That's got true. you into it. I know, but you're during candidate, and then I run a campaign, and you got a I got a bug, so. Got a bug. Yeah. It's all right. So I got to go home and snuggle my cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got to get her home. Yeah. We got to make sure we have enough content. Do we, do we, do we, do we, do we, do we? How long are we? We are at like 24 minutes. That's not bad. Do you want to talk about the... Um... Well, speaking of campaigns, oh, right? Yeah. Well, so, the governor campaign. Yeah. Yes. So there's been a lot of talk about... Yeah, Kev, who is it? Is it... What's his name? It's, it's the, the race in Georgia. The governor's race in Georgia, and he is running against a the first Stephanie Abrams, right? Steph, no, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams, and she's the first African-American she, woman governor. Would be. Could be. Could potentially be. be. And it's, like, really close. We were just looking at the statistics. It was, like, 47% to, like, 45%, like, showing some more. Yeah, they're, they're, they're super It's close. close. Like, it's close. And then they were talking about... Um, so the guy she's running against is the Secretary of State. And Secretary of State, for people who don't know, deals with voter 
voting. The election, the election, elections and voting. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. They were saying, um, what was it? Oh, that if your name didn't appear exactly as the way you registered it, like if it didn't match your ID and the way you wrote it on your application, you couldn't vote. Couldn't vote. That's one. And so then, is that, and so we were talking about, is that voter suppression? Is it voter suppression? When it disproportionately affects a community, I think that there is, again, because we just did an episode about white supremacy right. coloring so many things, right. I just think that somewhere in there, the intent is to keep, I, I would be, a, I feel like I would be remiss to say that somewhere in there you don't recognize that there is why why is it such a disproportionate mm-hmm. number of at 70 percent that think she yeah, said it was 70 percent of the names that are being affected well, by this we talked about for me because i had a different view at first i was like well i don't i mean i do see him enforcing the law because you're supposed you have to and um i registered people to vote for a job and just many different times and, you know, we would have to throw out applications that had one thing wrong, right? So you feel, you get someone to register to vote, and then they turn it into someone to check to make sure all the things are checked off. Because it's that serious. I mean, you right. can't, yeah, you can't have misinformation on there. Um, but what I, what we talked about was, is there a system in place to contact those voters? Because here there was. Like, it was my responsibility, because I was paid to do it, um, as the person that registered them to vote and called them you know there's a phone number and say hey there's a mistake on your your application can you fix it but it doesn't sound like that's happening yeah so if there i agree with you in the sense of if there's a system in place to purge there should be a system in place to notify right there's no way that i should show up to the polls and be like oh shit i can't vote and that's what scares me because at first i was like listening i'm like i don't that doesn't bother me i mean if your name's misspelled like Mm -hmm. that's a big deal i'm not saying it's anyone's fault because people make mistakes all the time but it is the government's responsibility from what I've seen. It should be to correct that. Yeah. And it is a voter suppression if you're not given the opportunity. If you're not. And then the other thing we were talking about is like, which seems so ridiculous to me, that if you haven't voted in X amount of years, in some states you're, you need to re-register, but you don't know until you show up. Until you show up. And that that is part of the reason... The only reason why these states are able to do this is because of them striking down that section for... Yeah, when did that happen? We talked about that. that We talked about it on our voting... That was recent. On our voting episode. Yeah. That fairly recently that they took out a chunk of the Voters' Rights Act that allowed states um, to do these sorts of things, to come up with these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why do you want... If... Why do you want to do this? And then to people that are not voting, that are like, I'm not going to vote. I'm not. My vote doesn't matter. If your vote doesn't matter, why do you think it's so many people trying to keep you from voting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vote. Right. Do you know what I mean? And it keeps white supremacy in place, it, quite simply. It keeps the, the laws, the, This it keeps racism, that right. system in place. Right. So it's like, look, these there are states where there are people who admittedly will do whatever it takes to stay in power. We know this. We like want, I am, I'm the first person to say like, we need term limits for everybody Yeah. because there are people who take, well, there's the mayors that don't, that have been in for 20, 30 years. That's so fucked up. Like mm-hmm. your city changes, but you don't have to. Yeah. And because there's low voter turnout for local elections, we know that personally. Mm-hmm. But if you know, if, if, if you're in a position to make sure that people, 
you know, vote, they ex- that they exercise their right and understand that it is a privilege. I'm thinking about my son this weekend talking about, is voting a right, a privilege, and a responsibility? We asked that. Yeah, girl, I, have, I recorded it because I'm going to yeah. put it on my IG. But he, he, yeah, it was like, yes, if you have people who understand that this is their right and they are willing to do their responsibility yes. and haven't lost that privilege, yeah. why would you do things to stifle that? Well, and also they were talking about in the article that we read, like someone had to like re-register 40 times. Go to the site 40 times? Yeah. I mean, why would, like, you're so busy, like, it, it should not be that difficult. Like, that, that in my mind, is the responsibility of your government. Absolutely. Like, not even, hands down, that's not even a question, to make the, pro- I mean, even just as a military spouse here, it took me three or four times to register a vote because they kept telling me to go online, <laughs> but I don't have a Virginia, Virginia life. And so, you know, and, 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 and what made it worse is the person in the office of elect, um, election, or, or whatever it's called, uh, didn't even know didn't know my situation she didn't know I was like right right. I was like no ma'am I can't I don't have an ID like I don't have a Virginia ID and she said oh well then I think you have to come in and I was like I think like what do I you know so there you this should be an easy process this should be especially I think for for military right Mm -hmm. like this should this should be something that our government is thinking about because we are the government we move around anyway but it's just like it's things aren't easy it's not easy to register to vote it's not easy to show up to vote it's not easy to know where your polling place is yeah and you got a situation like you said where there's not much accountability on the side of the government because even with the military and each installation I should you not when I was stationed at my last duty station I asked to become one of the voting assistants it's called like that voter assistance program or whatever and your job is to make sure that the service member and their people understand what it means to have their vote, you know, that. how they can register. But you've got people who take this collateral on that do shit with it. Because they don't care. Because it's an off year, because it's not. And I remember the guy who was over it, I said, hey, um, we need to make sure that we um, are putting something out about um, local elections for people that are Florida That's residents. Right. And then for people that are not Florida residents, understanding when their local election yeah. is, how we can do that. There's a whole fucking website that the Navy has. Well, Excuse me. Do you know what he said? What? Well, it's not a major election. Exactly. That's, but that's, I was the, like, I know. Who is that's this the guy? attitude. So you got people that are meant to help us that who take their job, have, who right, are very don't, haphazard yeah. with their job. Well, that was the whole experience for me, unfortunately, in the office to mm-hmm. get the auctions. It was like, I had to ask four or five times, ask questions, and they were getting annoyed with me. And I'm like, I, I just want to vote. Vote. And they said, well, you have to come down here. And, I, you know, during business hours, I was like, what if you, I had a flexible job so I could do it. But I was like, what if I work 8 to 5? I can't get down there to City Hall. And City Hall's not easy to navigate, Hell you know, no. and paying for parking. And, you know, so they just, there's no, there's no accountability to make it accessible. Yeah. Perspective, right? Yeah. You just said that. Think about that. Yeah. Flexible job. Ability to pay for parking. That's all privilege. All of, and I knew that. It's like, what if I don't? Right. What if you right? don't have a car? Okay. You think and I'm going to City Hall? Yeah. Right. You think you're going to City Hall and then what if you got a job that doesn't allow, you know what I mean? Or even just getting to vote during the hours. If there's only, there's, you know, and the day it's on a Tuesday. Yeah. The whole process of voting is not easy. It's not. And which is why I'm so grateful for the organizations that take the time to make sure that people understand yes. their rights. Yes. Right. And are able to execute or exercise their right and, and take on their privilege to vote and do the thing. Yeah. So there's 
plenty of organizations that make it easier that 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 are at your side yeah. to help you. So one of them, I just made sure I got the number down. One of them that you can contact on voting day. Yeah, is eight six six our vote. Mm. So if you've got a problem at the at the polls, if oh, there's let's something wrong, the provisional ballot. Yes, definitely, because you've had to do a provisional. I ballot. had to do a provisional. So you ballot. can pick up the phone and call eight six six. They uh, give it to you right vote. there, or you could do what? You so when I was I. I, I couldn't end up voting because I, I didn't know. It was funny. I was registering people to vote and didn't know this, but I wasn't married yet. I lived in Virginia. I didn't have a Virginia state ID, so I went to vote. I registered here, and then I realized I didn't have the pro- appropriate stuff, but that's that's also something, too. There's a lack of education on what you need, right? Mm-hmm. So I registered to vote not knowing because um, I was in a new state that I'd need a Virginia ID, or mil- and I wasn't married, so I'd, I didn't have the proper ID. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they gave me a provisional ballot, but I hadn't gotten married. and I, I got married but couldn't get my ID fast enough. Um, but yes, you can request a provisional ballot. If they tell you your address is wrong or they give you any problem to vote, you say, may I have a provisional ballot? And then you get the provisional ballot and you have, I think it's like something between five and 10 days. Depends on where you live. Yeah, it is. Some different places like you got two days. If you don't get it yeah, two days. I think I had no five way. in Virginia to, um, come back with a new ID, to come back with an address, like whatever your issue may be, they will work with you within five days. No, that's hard, but yeah. um, so they can't, you can't be ever be denied to vote. Like you can ask for a provisional. Provisional is supposed to be like, okay, they said, no, you've got an issue. We can try and work it out. Yeah. So that is your right. Just to know. Just to know. You should know that. You should always How many people a, know that? N- nobody. I didn't know anything about that until... I was running when, when yeah. during our campaign to yeah. run for office. Oh, right. And somebody was people like, said we have to sure wait you... for the provisional ballots. That, no, but um, another person who was being a good mentor to us was like, hey, make sure that you give out your number for election mm. day in case anybody has problems with the right. polls. And you can tell them to request a provisional ballot. Just you can help them with that. Help, helping important. us help people. Well, it's also because our government just, in my opinion, doesn't do a good enough job educating. So mm. I know it's, I get it. Like, but I, I like that's why it goes back to what we were talking about with the Secretary of State. It doesn't sound like there's anything in place to correct the situation if the name is wrong. Yeah. It's just like you're screwed. You made a mistake. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and what if it wasn't you who made the mistake? Which is yeah, is very possible. And why is it seventy percent black people? That's, That's what, what I'm I like. Can't understand. What is it? How okay, is I get possible? my sister's name is Shaquita. I know some people <laughs> with some interesting names. Do you know what I mean? Like I get it. Yeah. I do. I get it. But why? That that to me is like. But why is it? So yeah, that's what. Because at first I was like, well, that doesn't seem crazy to me. And then you look at the numbers. You're like all these. So there are what fifty three thousand ballots on hold. Okay. Is it fifty three thousand? Fifty three thousand ballots on. Anyway, bottom line is, she goes to the polls. Don't take your pet unless it's yeah. <laughs> or an emotional support animal. <laughs> or yeah, you can. And also, on a side note, don't don't pet them. Don't what? Pet emotional support Don't animals. Because people go up to them. You're not supposed to. They're, yeah. they're trained to do one thing and take care yes. of the person. If you, so. love your, if you love your pet, make sure you vote. <laughs> make sure you vote so that they live in a good, fair, free democracy. <laughs> your pet would want you to vote, okay? If your pet could vote, they probably would. Patriotic Especially pet. if you have a cat. A cat yes. would probably walk their ass out of the house. Absolutely. Go put their paw in the ballot and come back home the next day if they want to. That's so cute. And then your dog would probably be like, 
You want to go vote with me? Let's go, let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. Go vote? I want to go vote. Go vote? Then the cats do whatever the hell they want. Cats like, oh, fuck it, I'm out. Right. I'm going to go I'm vote. doing it by myself. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this one. It was fun. Yeah. I love pets. You love your pets. I love my we pets. We didn't even do so what, now what? So what? Oh, yeah, so what? I love my pets. <laughs> now I what? I love my cats. I will always love my cats. I I I have a shameless Instagram account for my cats and um but always vote and always and make sure you know about the provisional ballots because you no one can deny you your right to vote. Yeah, you might need to be a resource to somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. Boom. Be yeah, a resource. Absolutely. So pass that on. How about you? Um, so what? I love my dogs. I still don't like them in my kitchen and in my bed. Um, oh, I'm on that. I'm sorry to jump on. <laughs> my cats are not allowed in my bedroom. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes they get in there, but I shut the door. I don't want them where I sleep. Mm-hmm. They poop in a little my, box, and it, listen, it just grosses me out. My husband is like, always says, if they're going to be a part of the family, then they need to be a part of the family. I disagree. I disagree. But respectfully, but, and I lose that argument, let me just say. Do they sleep with you sometimes? Not my dog. My dog will be in my spot and will sketch when she hears me coming up. Bruce will move you. He will pull the covers off of you. No, he won't. To get, yes, he will. I will wake up freezing because Bruce has shoveled the covers up over him. Yes, he will. I can't stand up. (laughs) This dog... He's a butt and a ham. But yeah, I don't like the cats in the kitchen. And I don't, I mean cats. I don't the like dogs. the dogs in the kitchen. Yeah. That's a my mom thing. My mom cannot stand it, but my husband has won that. Um, but I know that my dogs would want me to vote. Yes, Mia especially because she would be like, let's make sure they keep funding for the SPCA. <laughs> yes. Rescue. That would be another one of mine. So what now what? My yeah. dog, my cats are both rescues. One of them was free. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had to clear the shelf. Yeah, Skip, the Skipper was free. I have Sailor and Skipper, and Skipper was free. Like, they cleared the shelters. I told Clayton we had been wanting another one. I was like, just go. If you one, you know, connects with you, get her. And mm-hmm. she's been wonderful. So That is awesome. Rescue. rescue. I, I'm just a... Rescue. I'm an advocate for always rescuing. Bruce is a full bread Brusenji, but he is definitely a rescue. And I think he would tell me that... I should not. I should have to ask my husband if I vote. That's what Bruce would tell me. In the Why would he say that? Because Bruce is just so like, I do not care, woman. You do what you're supposed to do, woman. Woman, feed me, woman. This, this is Bruce's voice. This is that's Bruce's voice. Yeah. Bruce tells the woman, get out of the way, woman. Woman, I for petting, pet me. I can see that. Yeah. He has an answer. Get his permission before yeah. you touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now. Okay, well, right. I think that's it. That's it. Stay curious. And make it a great day. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.